Hey, what's up? My name is DeAndre Kiera. And this is Natasha Nina. And you are tuned in to a new episode of Just Let It Glow Podcast. How are you? Um, I'm alright. I, I really can't complain for once in my life. I'm actually in a good space. How about yourself? That's good. I'm I'm really good. I'm feeling clear. I have been utilizing a lot of my therapy tools lately, unknowingly. I have just been thriving. I found out a new routine, morning routine that has been working for me this week. So I'm going to keep it going. My days are a lot better since I've started this. So I'm just going to keep it going and keep being positive and... You know, is it something uh, your therapist suggested, or is it something you found independently? I found it independently. Oh, but that's good. So, it's good. It's been working. Um, that's good. She doesn't really suggest things like that to me. I think it's just you know, like more so about like how I hand, like giving me, like just reassuring me of how to handle certain things in certain situations. But as like far as like my day-to-day, what to do on a day-to-day, we don't really get into that. Okay. But I feel me, you know, it works. I'm going to keep letting it work. Right. Yeah. That's good. Look, the weather's changing. The seasons is changing. How you feel we about that? Like, Two episodes ago, you were over the weather changing. <laughs> I, at some point, I'm just one of those people that I'm defiant originally. Um, I hope y'all can't hear my puppy crying. Please, Lord. He's just in the hall crying. Um, but, you know, I can't only fight. I can't fight the inevitable. I mean, what am I going to do? Move? <laughs> so it's just like, well, you I know. I mean, where you, would you move? Like, where, uh, where Midwest. Would I'll move somewhere Midwest. Yeah, it, I or, think it's out there. No, or like I was going to say, or like going further north, like anywhere that it wasn't hot. Honestly, I don't even think it's the heat because when I was in DR, it was hot. But I liked it. Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. like so many people. I realized, you know, in the summer, I don't like city life. Like, I actually hate it in the summertime. Yeah. When I was mm-hmm. younger, you know, trying to see the boys and all that, that was like, you know, it was lit. But now I'm older, I'll be like, oh, God, some shit probably about to break out. I don't no, know. It's going to be a place to park. Like too. <laughs> really? I, I think we talked about it recently on a show that time we went to the clock bar and I was, I had oh, to go right. get some air. Because I right, really right. realize I don't like um I don't like spaces where it's one way in and one way out. I don't mm-hmm. like standing room only, like where people are standing over me. Like right. you, I like if the fire marshal come in, they'll be like, bitch, y'all know y'all not supposed to have that many people in here. <laughs> like, right. No I don't real like shit. Like that. Plus it's too, scary. I feel like it's also when you in a tight space or when it's a bunch of people, the likelihood of somebody bumping you by accident, spilling some shit on you, and something minor will turn into something else. And we all know that, that it goes yeah, that I, way. That's one of my pet peeves. We got to talk about our, like, going out pet peeves. I can't <laughs> stand people that always think somebody out to get them. Girl. Like, in a crowded space. Like, I can't stand if you in a crowded party and somebody, like, 
ex didn't like tap you or like bump into you or like trying to say excuse me and they like like especially like when it's like somebody of the same gender and it's like now you know that girl wasn't trying to do that she trying to get by right. <laughs> what was that? I was just party. watching something that was like that like I hate stuff or like when the watching? guys wear like all white sneakers in a crowded party and get mad at somebody step on each other like well I feel like sometimes people do do stuff to be smart like they they do know what they be doing, um, but you know I feel like also is I can see the reverse where I feel like some people take advantage of the tight space and purposely be bumping and shit. You don't have to dance that hard because you know that you around people that's not just you. Like you can't you can't move the way you move if it was just your friends because just because you in that mode don't mean that I'm in that mode. Like I don't want your no, arm to keep bumping me. I no, this shit was so crazy because the person I was with isn't a drinker, wasn't a drinker at the time, uh-huh. but it was like their first time drinking and stuff around me. And we was in a college party, walking out. We wasn't walking out, we were just like in the party. Like house parties in college are like back to back, like like you all up on each other. Like there's no mm. room, there's no oxygen. This girl, <laughs> like this, these guys. I don't. I hate. I hated college because no matter what, how crowded the party, like Fritz and sororities are going to fucking stroll. So they're doing this fucking stroll, and they basically moved this one girl, like kind of pushed her out the way, and she fell into my friend. Why would my friend then push the shit out the girl? <laughs> Like real fucking aggressive. It was like, watch where the fuck you going? And I was like, I was like, why did you do that? Like I was so mad. Like the girl looked so scared. Mind you, my friend wasn't like no tiny type of girl. I was like, why would you do that? She was like, what? She bumped into me. I was like, but you you seen that they pushed her? Right? Did she push her? The girl did not bump all the way. Like it was just like a stumble. She didn't even know who was behind her because she got pushed. Right. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's stuff like that. But I was going to say, <laughs> and that, that's the reason why, because, see, the no offense, but your friend would be the person that I'm talking about. Some people just sometimes... Just be looking like for irrational. It's just that's irrational. You be like, all right, like, okay. That's why I didn't I'm even mean, like, you see them trying like. to squeeze past, and they like... Oh, that bitch could have said, excuse me. Uh, and I'm going? like, right. You're like, well, bitch, I said, it's, I can't move nowhere. How am I supposed I to do? I'm just trying to get to the exit. Please just let me out. <laughs> but you know what, Bye. though? I did have an incident uh, once where I was about to fight in Baltimore. That's a whole other story where this bitch purposely stood in front of the door and went and let me out. And she heard me say, excuse me. I said it more than once. So then I had to bump the bitch on purpose to walk out the door. And that's a whole other thing. I mean, there's situations like that. Like, I'm not going to say I never did anything like that but like the example that I just gave that's the one where it's just like I don't like mean drunks <laughs> I don't <laughs> like but I don't half like the bitches people. I'm talking about be fucking sober like they don't yeah, even be don't drunk like they no just be angry <laughs> I think like Philly just a stuff. fucking angry city just go out to get in a fight me and my sister yes. we getting off subject but me and my sister was at a what I stand during COVID like the beginning of like the summer of 2020 right so you know everything was a line like as soon as you go to everything in 2020 it was a line yeah we standing in line for this water ice stand it's literally like 20 people in line this girl is 
the next it's like some guy at the window is space because everybody had to be six feet apart it's this lady in front of us it's me and my sister this girl comes from around the corner gets in front of the lady that's in front of me and my sister so i'm looking like why why would she do that because now i'm aggravated so her friend come around the corner she was like come on so she grabbed she's like girl come on so the girl like what she was like the line start at the end she was like oh i ain't even know and i'm like no you were looking for a problem I can't stand it. You were looking shit. for a problem because the lady that was in front of me and my sister was like, like a olderish older. Like you could tell she like one of those people that barely come out their house, right? You know, like and it's just like I don't y'all be doing that and pressing people to address you so bad, like you go out looking for mess, looking for it. yeah. And there's so and many I, people and it's like, like that. It's so weird, like those bullies from school mm-hmm. never grew up. Yeah, that's real like shit, it's just though. so weird. And then, like you said, go out sober to parties looking for a fight. This be just angry one. and shit for no just reason. So you be like, My- she walked in mad. Like, you be like, well, damn. Like, it's- oh, and it's always, you know, what's weird to me is normally either, well, no, because I've seen it be girls that weren't that cute too. But honestly, to me, it's normally the girls that's a, that I feel like are attractive. Mm-hmm. Where you feel like, well, like, what's your problem? I'm, I'm sure niggas mm-hmm. is trying to talk to you and stuff. What are you scrunching your face up when I walk the fuck in here for? Like, what yeah, is I the problem? Say that. I, I, I'll say I always seen like a mixture of both. But yeah, the uh, girl yeah. that the water is stand, she was definitely giving brolic. <laughs> <laughs> it's always complete for the eagles. <laughs> but that's the that's the crazy thing. Like it'd be like you know what though, I don't know. That, I, that's why I just rather stay away. Like I don't, yeah, you know, the I summertime is just. Like, I can't go yeah. to the park. I can't go nowhere without a bunch of people being there. And I can't be around all these personalities. Like, I have social anxiety. I keep telling y'all this. I feel everybody's energy. And just because it might, like, you know, roll off your back, it don't roll off mine. Because then I, in the back of my head, and, like, I um, I had read some recently that said when you have them type of, like, social anxieties, it's a trauma response to being raised in a certain household where you had to walk on eggshells and you always had to be mindful mm-hmm. of somebody else's um, moods because it changed so sporadically and it's true. Mm-hmm. So when you dealt, when I dealt with that and I've learned to always monitor somebody else's shit, when I'm around mm-hmm. a bunch of different people, like I'm always like, okay, let me chill. You know, please don't look at me too hard. Don't ask me too many questions. Don't try to make no jokes and make me the fucking butt of it. Don't like, just leave me the fuck alone. That's just like, mm-hmm. I can do it, but I'm not really into, I don't do it to other people. Don't fucking do it to me. Yeah, like, that's I don't just like it. that either. I don't like, like it. Yeah, that's just how I yeah, am. But I you know, I'm really one of those people. I don't. I don't like when people try to embarrass people either. I don't like that. Well, it's normally really disguised don't. as you know a laugh. I know they, <laughs> people try to use it as a joke, but it's like me and my friends. None of my friend groups. We don't do that. Right. We do not do that. Like, like as you should, me. it should be that like, way. It, it's it shouldn't even be so an right. and it's never, never been a conversation, right? Like, we don't, you don't do that because even like I talked about last week about us all being in a car and knowing that friend at the time was lying. Nobody like, like, 
girl, why is you lying? You know what I right, mean? Right. <laughs> like, right. It's embarrassing enough that we all know you're lying. <laughs> like, we all know. So it's like residual it's embarrassment. It wouldn't it bring me no joy to, to be the one and be like, girl, you lying. Like, right. It's just like, whatever. Even though there was some dumb ass shit to lie about. It's stupid. But, yeah. but it's like, I still didn't want to like embarrass you. You know? Right. But <sighs> so tell me, I have a question for you. Okay. Do you have a movie that you only watch once and never like wanted to watch it ever again? Not that it was like a bad movie, but it's just like, ugh, I don't need to ever see this again. I got a lot. <laughs> Where do you want me to start? What genre? Yeah, you start with yours and we'll, we'll go make it for I was about to say, um, I'll start Just start off, with one. I was going to say, I'm going to start off heavy like that because I got a heavy one. No, mine's is heavy, so you might as well go ahead. <laughs> the Lovely Bones. Me too! Oh, oh shit! <laughs> I knew you were going to... I knew. That, oh, that, shit. I, I, that, I could never I watch that again. Now, of all movies, why would we pick the same thing? I don't know. I picked that, too. I have more. But I feel yeah. like everybody always picks this movie. That movie. And I be wanting... It was good. To, I was going to say, good. I be wanting to... I wanted my daughter to see it, right? And I kept saying, no, this is... Don't I know. It. That's it's too... But a part of me want her to know... Because you need to know stuff like this happens and you need to be real mindful. I don't feel like she's not um, truly aware of life in that way. And I don't, but I don't want to traumatize her either. A little bit. Yeah, Yeah, very much so. In a good way. In a good way. uh, And both. No, I meant like in a (laughs) way that I would want to be if I was a child. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, it's very like, you I, know I love innocent. When I see kids that are just so unaware of like danger. yeah, that that but it's is... like also like you need to be aware of danger. <laughs> but that movie is so like I couldn't <laughs> stop. First of all, she watched. Don't judge me, y'all, but we watched <laughs> Minister Team Society Mom. over the weekend. <laughs> she never Did saw you? Minister Society. I'm not judging. I'm not judging it. <laughs> she I'm cried. Not judging it. <laughs> she was crying. I and I said, oh, oh you crying for Kate? She was crying. She kept saying, oh, I know how this one, and he won't be in jail. And I was thinking, oh, he's probably going to wish he was. Uh, I don't feel, I feel like that's cultural. Exactly. I'm not judging that's it. That's how I you felt. Know, you know what movie, so like how you made her watch Minister Society? Uh-huh. Not the subject. My mom made me and my sisters watch fucking Cooley High and traumatized. Oh, my mom too. Oh, my so God. So that was your Cooley High. To this day. That's why. Oh my God! It's so hard to Why say goodbye, girl. What? I said, oh, I said, well, Play this is where the song service. really came from. First of all, you talk Play about some tears, service, please. That's How they I'm gonna kill say. Cochise like that? Wait, we was like, Asia, we 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 just talked about this. Asia was like, because the movie is just so upbeat. It really it catches you off guard. You would never it think just, that it would end like that, right? And it just takes like a crazy turn. Like it just seemed like a coming-of-age movie, like, such a fun, mm-hmm. loving movie. These friends playing all these games, and somebody's about to go to college. They're playing around. Uh, uh, What's his name? Preach. Preach got the girl. Like, it just seems so funny, and it is just like... <gasps> That shit caught me completely off guard the first time I watched it. Yeah. I, when I said <laughs> I was, like, Malia age, and I... 
I was like crying. I was like, why would you make me watch this? She, and my mom's there. My mom's a Virgo. She's very emotional. So yeah. she's like, I didn't think y'all would react like this. And my sister shined it. She didn't cry. She was just mad. <laughs> she was like, why would you make us watch this? Like, if you knew it was going to end like that, like, why would you make us watch this? Like, you made us watch this. Oh. It really didn't think but it really yeah, do take a total sure. twist. Lovely Bones to me is one of them watches that it's like the first time I seen it, I knew she got away. And when you realize she didn't, mm-hmm. Oof. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I cried that entire movie. <laughs> I think that I movie, literally I cried, cried the entire, entire time. time and I just kept wanting this. I'm like, it's the Nightbird. <laughs> I know. You know. Oh my it's God. It's so sad. It's, and it's, it's, it, it made me sad because I think about. I just thought about like all the people that are literally like so sick to like still live on their lives. Like, what was the reason? Right. Like, you did that. You stayed in the neighborhood. You spoke to this girl's family all the time. Like, that's a movie you only need to see once. I really, mm-hmm. as great as it is, it was very. I think it's based off a book. Yeah, it is. It's I, based I off felt a book. What they wanted me to feel. I don't need to watch girl, it again. Girl, that shit hit hard. Um, Another Hard. movie that I'll say that I don't need to watch after once is Precious. I agree. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I agree. I tried to read the book. It's based off a book called Push. I couldn't read. I couldn't get through to it because um, the it's violence. hard for me to. It was hard for me to read in um, first person like that. It was just I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, it's it's from her perspective, so it's like her. Um, it's like Precious is writing and um, writing a diary. So you're reading her diary, mm-hmm. basically, and she um, you know, she's like illiterate and stuff. So it's like written as if like Precious wrote the book. Yeah, Ebonics. so it's just hard it's to heavy get in Ebonics. I've read. I think I read the book. Yeah, it was I remember just hard reading for me it. to get all the way through it. Like I tried, but I couldn't like keep going. But the movie was good. Yeah, um, it was. for the most part. But I just didn't need to see it again. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw it after the front, the first time. To be yeah, honest, yeah, I didn't. I went to the movies. I saw it. It was cool. I don't feel like, even though I only seen it once, I know Monique's. Um, lines word for word. <laughs> <laughs> I do for the most part, only because my yeah, relatives. Know. Listen, say what y'all want to say about Monique and them legs. <laughs> she deserved that Oscar. She damn sure did. She played the she, hell out she, of that role. She deserved her. She deserved it. And yeah, Mariah I agree. did her thing too. I was irritated by her. Uh, I was so irritated by her role. I, it was the I wig like or something. It, it, I couldn't I, get I past like the it, look. It, it, it was it the look. Fit, it fit the <laughs> 80s social worker look. Yeah. Nowadays, we ain't pulling up looking like that. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I just, the look was just. Uh, don't get, don't play with it. If y'all writing a movie. <laughs> Based on 2022 social workers, we don't look we like don't that. Like that. Like, <laughs> we don't look like that. We cute. We giving looks, you know. Exactly. Because y'all ain't going to talk about me and my county job. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, do you have another one you want to give really quickly? 
Um, yeah, so um, like almost every dance movie. So I don't care if it's Bring It. Um, what's the other ones? Uh, you guys, sir. Bring It On. You only watch Bring It On. What? Yeah, I sure did. I recently <laughs> um, rewatched it. Save the last and it's dance. Super problematic. I just can't. <laughs> After I seen it one time, I had no desire to see that shit again. Like, I just, none of them. Like, not, I don't want to see this. My, matter of fact, I didn't want to see the second or the third bring it. I didn't want to see anything after that. You guys served, seen it one good time. All right, that's cool. Kept it pushing. Like, I just couldn't. Yeah, I watched Bring It On a lot growing up, and I haven't watched it in years, Bring It On. And then yeah. I watched it last year, and I said, ooh, this is really problematic. Like, outside right. of the whole white versus black thing, like, some of the lines in it, I'm like, oh, I can't believe they got away with saying it. Right. Like, that's wild. I, I just, I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, yeah. None of those I could even save the last dance. I don't know. It's like, once once I yeah, see I it, I'm it. not. I think it's because it came out when I was a kid. I watched it a lot, but as an adult, I would never watch it. Yeah, I just, uh, uh-huh. One honorable nine. mention for me, um, for Color Girls. I don't, I don't need to watch uh, that again ever. I agree. I agree with I that do one. I need to watch that. I do not need to watch it. I do not need to watch it. I y'all, agree. if y'all haven't seen it, I wouldn't even suggest watching it. It's too traumatic. <laughs> the movie, honestly, uh, it's traumatic for every character in it. Yeah. Each character, there's some trauma. Like, every character experiences trauma. Every single last character. Like, it's not a character in this movie. Male, female, um, extra. Everybody is traumatized. The people that were standing outside that window on that block is traumatized. I don't even remember that part. Like, that's uh, how much wait. I was... I haven't... I've literally seen it I don't even want to bring it up because I don't want to <laughs> traumatize you. <laughs> right. I'm just going to say, um, that Michael Ealy with his handsome self and them beautiful eyes, he played a little um, disturbed too well for me. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't look too well. Um, yeah. Uh, I have so one, one honorable more mention question. too. I have I have one more on. I have one oh, honorable mention. How Stella got her group back? Yeah, I only watched that once. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I feel corny. like that's how I, I feel like that's for like my mom's generation or something because she was into that movie child and I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm. I felt I, I felt know. sad about Whoopi or whatever. But other than that, I didn't care I don't about. Think you need, yeah, it's nothing I would need to watch again. <laughs> Now, wait until it comes. I'll always watch it. Oh, girl, yes. I watched that shit the other day. (laughs) That is my... Did you read the book? I I think I did, actually. When I was young, though. I was was real young. Like, teenager. I think I was, like, 15 when I read it. It was good. (laughs) Yeah, I think I was real young. But de- <laughs> definitely, um, wait and text hell is a you great raggedy bitch <laughs> <laughs> with his hot ass fucking vest. <laughs> why you got on a leather vest anyway? Like, why would like, they why? make a leather in a middle, vest in Arizona <laughs> <laughs> in the summertime of Arizona? Like, you're crazy. <laughs> like, wait, did you, you see it? somebody did a TikTok or they fucking see? Oh, didn't I send it to you when he was yeah, gonna throw the baby? <laughs> With Don't the girl. you throw that up here? <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's something really wrong with 
on this fucking it, like, social site. That movie is so good. That movie really has so is. many gems in it. It's, mm-hmm. I love movies where scenes not supposed to make me laugh, but I laugh anyway. Like, <laughs> me I <love> too. It. <laughs> like Color Purple for me. A lot of it. Oh, girl. <laughs> a lot of that I'm not supposed to be finding it comedic. Especially when you read the book, it's like, whoo, Jesus, that was not supposed to be funny. Whoa. But you know how black people, we we going to find humor in everything. Yeah, we really and that, do. We'll bring that back up later. But um, what's a non-sexual quality you'd like to have in a partner? Um, a strong belief in God. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's a good it's, one. It's I feel like it's underrated, and people mm-hmm. don't mention it as much. But now that I'm older, I realize it's something about a man that believes in God, and not like, you know, no offense to people that have you know men that are like heavily involved in the church. I don't, I'm not talking about the one that want to be like the preacher, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about that man that you know can get up and say a good prayer, even though he don't necessarily, you know. That's like not normally his thing. Right. Like, but he yeah. know how to pray for you. Or you'd be like, oh, I felt that shit in my spirit. Like, and you know when he pray, he fucking now mean that. saying pray and shit. And fuck it. <laughs> God, know my heart. He made me. You know me, Lord. <laughs> no disrespect, Lord. Lord Respectfully. It. It. <laughs> Respectfully, Lord. Respectfully. <laughs> but yeah, I want a man that can grab my hands and be like, you know, like we going to, cause I need all the prayer I can get. I need a nigga that's no, like, that's yo, so underrated. Like for somebody, like for you to be under stress, and somebody like grab your hand and like tell you to like, come on, we about to pray. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, oh Lord, I swear, I that that. Listen, I don't know. What was you about like, to say? You, I was about to say, listen, Something I still won't propose to no man, <laughs> but I'm going to tell him what my ring size is. <laughs> I'm still not proposing, but listen, listen I'm going to put it out there. Because mm-hmm. like, it's important you go. Because <laughs> exactly. it's, it's, how often do is somebody that you how, know is like, never had has a like, genuine never, me neither. A genuine relationship with God where you know it's like he not just saying this for you. Like he actually like prays on his own. And you be like, damn, when he mm-hmm. get real deep, when you really get to know him, he, he talk about God sometimes. You be like, wow. With conviction. This nigga deep. Yeah. You know? Like... Oof, I can't. Yeah, like I know. don't want like a deacon. No, no, no. Per no, se, no. but I do want somebody <laughs> that loves God, understands it. Um, I didn't grow up, you know, in a really. We knew God, but I didn't grow up like in church or anything like that. Yeah. So man. I honestly said, like, as I get older, and like, I do want to marry somebody that is kind of where I am, like. The believes in God, loves God, but want to learn how to be closer to God, you know, right. in that way. Right. Like, so I definitely, that's definitely a quality, like, I would want as well. Um, for, for sure. Me, we t- I'm not going to bring up nothing we talked about before. Like, we talked about somebody you feel safe and protected with and stuff like that. But one thing I have experienced and I do like, um, like somebody that I can just talk to, 
Mm. Like, I'm very closed off. Like, somebody where, like, the conversation never ends. Like, you have to kind of pull yourself away from that person because, like, you can just, like, park the car and talk for hours. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we, you know, with me, with guys, like, I'm very closed off, very guarded. I don't always let, like, my personality show a lot. Um... I, I often date guys that are quiet too. Right. So it's like sometimes we could just be staring at each other, but I'd be wanting to talk, but it's like <laughs> Wait, I don't Deandra, know what you mean you be wanting to talk. Like I, I I want to have a conversation, but I often have dated people that couldn't follow the oh, way my okay. thought process is. Right. You know, I want to talk about like what's going on in the world, you know, future, you know, just Things that are, like, actively happening, like our childhood traumas, you know, things like that. Mm. And there is, I've only dated, like, one person that where, like, we literally, like, parked, sitting in a car. We, it was only supposed to be, like, like a pull up on you real quick thing and see you. And we mm. were literally, like, outside of my friend house for, like, five hours talking. Just talking. Be the best conversations, right? I, and it's like that's such a a thing. Like I didn't know that was a thing for me until it became a thing for me. Mm-hmm. I you agree. know, and it's and it's not like he, we was like blowing. Like we were literally joking, talking about all different types of stuff. And I think like for me, a lot of stuff is mental. Yeah, And I think from there that, like, started, like, a a thing for me, like, where I really get turned off now with, like, guys that aren't able to keep up with the flow of a conversation. Because yeah. I feel like you're not listening to me. Like, to just, not just somebody, like, I've been around guys that all they do is talk, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of people like to talk, but a lot of people don't know how to converse. I and actually listen and take in what I'm saying and replying to what I'm saying and not just responding to have something to say out their mouth, you know? Just filling like, the space up. Like, we're really, like, having a conversation. Like, you're listening to what I'm saying and you're, like, read, you know, like, asking me some, like, follow-up questions, you know? Or just talking about different things that's happening in the world. Like, I don't know. I like it. I like it. Maybe. Hmm. No, Cheesy, I love that. No, I, I feel like I've it. talked. We talked about like the protection. I want to be protected by something. Like we talked about that generic, but that right there, I like that. Especially if it's non-sexual talk. Like we're not talking about sex or anything like that. Like we're just talking about like real life things. You know? Yeah, I I agree a thousand percent. But I feel like it's a it, for me every time is it's like I can I found that in people. But it's just, it's still, it never goes deeper or it's never something that turns into something fruitful. I'll say that. Like, where I totally agree. Like, well, damn, (laughs) you know, well, that was it. You know, I feel like I need a whole bunch of other qualities, but we've discussed those things in the past on the show. Um, I just wanted to come up with something different, but I feel like that's just one aspect. I feel like I always just find. If I could put like ten different people together, it would be perfect. That's <laughs> like Lord, why, Lord? Like, <laughs> give me a little Jesse Williams. <laughs> How about that? I need to see this picture or whatever. It's a picture or is it a video? 
it's a video. I seen a video. Which you be, you catch that. all the tapes, I, and you didn't send it to me. I be on Twitter. And you and didn't send it to me. Any other time and you be talking. sending me that, and you didn't send me just something like I, that. Because I, I'll tell you later. Okay. I'll tell you what I did. <laughs> Because right. it's really because I've I, I've been tired, girl. <laughs> I get it. I've been I exhausted. It. I haven't really been like on my phone like that. Like I don't know. Yeah. I but get it. um, going into our first topic, and it's a heavy one, child. So yeah. Kevin Samuels passed away at fifty six last Thursday. And his Atlanta apartment with um with a lady friend, I'll say, and um he had complications with his heart and I think breathing issues. But I think mainly that he had heart issues, had basically had heart failure. And the companion tried to perform CPR, but it wasn't working and According to the dispatch call, she uh she didn't know the apartment number. She was trying to get them to call the front desk to come to the bring like a um what is it called, Natasha? Um is not a defibrillator, but she called it something else to A A and E or A A E D, yeah. A E D, right. Yeah, she tried to bring it up. She was a nurse and um she didn't, I'm guessing she didn't look outside the apartment to get the apartment number because she was doing compressions. Right. Um. So, unfortunately, he passed away. And, I mean, that's it within itself, you know. Y'all know on the show, I, we have our opinions about what he said, but, I mean, I think any He was problematic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah super problematic. And I don't take big nothing I said in the past. No, not but, at all. I will say that I would never... Some of the stuff on social media is concerning. I would never think... I don't think that it's okay to celebrate anyone's death, especially someone that didn't, like... Like, he wasn't, like, a a predator that we know of. Right. You know, didn't... I just think it's very odd. I think it's very far from God to celebrate these type of things, no matter who the person is. I can honestly say... You know, like that's unfortunate, and that's kind of all I have to say about it. You know, <laughs> you know what I'll say was the ironic part is a hit dog will holler, and it seems like to me, even like I seen like Vivica's little comments and stuff. I feel like people that feel the most fall into those categories of things he said, and the ironic part is I can say that I do too. But I still don't feel that way because I don't, I took what he said as his opinion. I don't, I didn't, I don't base my self-esteem off of it. I know there's men out here in the world that think like him and that's okay. Um, But a lot of people to me celebrated it because it's like, damn, your self-esteem is so freaking low that this man said a few words. Like you said, it wasn't like a predator. We don't know about like physical abuse or some some egregious thing where you would be like, okay, well, you know, the, the world's a better place. The one egregious thing was the thing that we talked about. And that's when it, like, before I never cared about what he said, but the comment about if you go out after 5 p.m. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're not planning to have sex, you need to stay home. I, I, I That cemented it for me. Yeah, that was it. That was because I feel like very extreme. You, yeah, I feel like you are 
perpetuating rape culture. I felt like it was something. I think some so the word. I, I just feel like words hit mean things in the words of Crystal from the read. Words mean things, and I feel like when you put stuff out in the world and you say stuff like that, you have to remember who's consuming it. Right. And you t- have to take some type of responsibility of the things you say in the world. That's it. No, I agree. I agree yeah. with that. But even with that, I I still don't. It was nothing so extreme that made me that would make me celebrate um, his death. I do find it um, again ironic that you know he died from a heart attack when he's always talking about women that people that don't take care of their health and you know yeah. and it just goes yeah, to show talk about the irony but we ain't celebrating <laughs> yeah no um <laughs> but it just to me it goes to show like you know don't ever judge people based off of what they look like or what you think mm-hmm. they are doing or what their body or their mm-hmm. health is i always tell people this all the time i know people that are skinnier than me they are not healthy at all. They don't eat right. Mm-hmm. They don't drink water. Mm-hmm. They don't do any of that shit. They're just because they are smaller, they don't gain weight as much as I do or hold their mm-hmm. weight the same way. Does not make it mean that their heart is beating better than mine. I know people that are diabetic and I have never had, thank you, let me knock on something, high blood pressure, diabetes or anything like that or close to it in my life. Mm-hmm. Even with having my child. And I know people that's smaller than me that has had it, you know, from as a, at younger ages. My male cousin, he had that shit at like 15. Like, I mm-hmm. remember that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like, you know, that's a little bit of a, hmm, you know, he was, so all you big women, if anything, that's what you should be saying. It's like, wow, well, you know what? Let me eat this piece of steak today if I want to, because it don't matter. I'm assuming this man was this big old health nut. I don't know nothing about his personal life, but I, I didn't, I I didn't care about his professional life. I never been, <laughs> like, I didn't follow him. I don't really know a lot about him. Like, I don't, I don't, I didn't care. Like, I just see... Right. I'm just, I just get tired of the main thing, my thing with him, I just get tired of like these type of conversations on podcasts. Like when I first started listening to podcasts, it really was just, you know, friends talking about their like life experiences, discussing things that are happening, like as far as celebrities, you know, it wasn't all of this gender role and putting down and all of this stuff. It wasn't none of that. And I don't like what it, has come to be because of you know people like him running on a you know front and center with these conversations and honestly it triggers so much in other men that it makes me be like damn like if honestly I'm happy because it made me see like a lot of these guys that try to talk to me on social media a lot of these guys I've met out Y'all are like avid, like Kevin Samuels fans, mm-hmm. and I may I have no regrets about not talking to you, right? Because a I lot. think some people are so secretive about their true intentions, and just by y'all running with what he says or with the guys from Fresh and Fit, no matter how ignorant, how disgusting, how the fact that he's basically describing a lot of y'all mothers, yeah. Let's yeah, go definitely. there. Definitely, a lot of y'all mothers are the women that he talks about, and y'all ran with it. And I saw where they were trying to say like, "Oh, this guy was like something smells fishy, doesn't sound right." He died on top of yes, he did because allegedly he may have done Viagra and Coke. Allegedly, allegedly, 
That has yeah. nothing to do with that lady. Yeah, I mean, like, it is to what hear it is. her on a dispatch, like she sound distressed. And to be honest, I might be being funny. He didn't like black women. I'm not gonna cape for him. I'm not gonna say, oh, you know, nail that lady to the cross. Figure out what happened. <laughs> Let the cops do their job. They don't think it was any foul play. A lot of y'all are just upset because y'all was taking advice from a man who did coke and needed Viagra. Well, my thing is, what what do people need to kill Kevin Samuels for? What the hell was she? What the hell was she gained? First of all, black <laughs> like, women are the most funny. hated <laughs> gender and race out of everybody else in this entire world. Ain't nobody killing that nigga for us. <laughs> so I don't. What, That's where what is I'm the saying. conspiracy? Like, we, we, we've been the game. <laughs> and who would sit here? Somebody gonna say it's giving the color purple in the comments. I definitely cried at that. I'm not gonna lie. I seen people say that. I said, yeah. I forgot all about that scene. <laughs> on top of me. Mm-hmm. Oh, how you go? <laughs> on top of me. Mm. I digress. I, 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 I want to go to heaven. If um, he could even get it up. I mean, people think that. I think that he could have been in the midst of trying to do it, and it just wasn't yeah, working out, and it's y'all. like, that's a, <laughs> that is a crazy cocktail that people do take. Yeah. I feel like there's more people that use heavy drugs than what most want to admit. And mm-hmm. I feel like like this man on, I can play what he said. My friend sent me this. But it was true. And I feel like he highlighted a lot of stuff in um, the men in which we date these days to really, and how they find their masculinity. Masculinity, sorry. Don't talk right. about me. Don't use a sound by girl. Really. I can't say shit. Uh, what did I know? Me, me either. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna play it. Kevin had to say some of y'all don't. I'm not here to judge that. It's your choice. He had over a million subscribers because there are uh, millions of men who don't feel heard, who don't feel listened to, who don't feel respected. And at the same time, I think that men, you know, we gotta start listening to women, man. We 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 got some men out here that just really, um, unfortunately, somebody screwed your head on backward. Uh, you got your masculinity from the internet. Because maybe you didn't have a daddy. Uh, maybe you hate single mothers because your father wouldn't, didn't spend time with you, and you you because you feel like you weren't worth uh, anybody's love. That that a child who had the misfortune of losing their father is not worthy of love either. You have a right to say I don't want to date a single mom. But when you're but how he his name Boyce Watkins. But the fact that where he was saying like a lot of men find their masculinity on the internet. It, I mean, it's true. It's very very true. And then. You have the audacity to sit here and try to tell women how to be feminine when you're just <laughs> learning now in your late years to be masculine. Y'all are just learning these terms like alpha male and this. Like, y'all are just learning this from a man who original content was actually holding black men accountable. All right. But later changed his whole outlook and his... um. What, how would you say, um, I'm trying to find the word, his outlook and his whole genre to bashing women. I don't think like he that did that. Like, that video that went viral of him saying, like, oh, you know, if I actually, um, I'm, I'm not popular because I hold black men accountable, but if I ever decide to bash black women and say all the things that black women do wrong, I'll get thousands of likes and subscribers and all of this. Yeah. But so I don't think like that he, I don't think he stopped bashing black men. It just wasn't, um, it didn't go viral. 
because black women tuned into it. People fall fell for the okie doke, and it was normal. It was a lot of them so was weird. black women. That's the stupid yeah, shit. I like I can't even be it. mad at him. Like why do y'all bitches tune in? Why, why are y'all calling, y'all calling in? in to him? Just stupid. Like, like you people, just want to like, be on there. I just there? think it's so weird. That's like standing up in front of the comedy club and asking to be roasted. It's just when you stupid. know, like that's their job. Like his job is to hump that whole humbling thing. I'm not with that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm not that type of person. Yeah, I can't. And that need I, to I be validated it. and that need that. for attention. Like y'all are so. That's what it is. Like, the attention. I feel like, like they everybody wanted to so, be that one stop girl. Being so starved for attention. It it really has to be a thing where you have to really. But the same people that the same women that listen to his podcast and call in and want his advice would never listen to a podcast like this because we too honest about what we need to do and grow as women. You want a man to tell you. They're competitive women. I feel like that's yeah. what it is. You you competing for mm-hmm. what a man likes. And you mm-hmm. wanted... Every person that went on there, in my opinion, was to be... You wanted to be the exception of the role. And you thought, yeah. okay, well, if I go on here, maybe, you know, if I come on here, I look cute or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, wow, I, I weigh this much. Well, I work here. He ain't going to play me. Like, I'm going to be better than all these bitches. I'm going to be the one. And it's like, nope, he played your ass too. He played you. And you can be as gorgeous you. as it is. His thing is to do is to his whole job and his whole intentions was to make viral content to humble mm-hmm. you because then so that he can go viral, be as funny, be as nasty and as cavalier as possible. And yeah. you gave him the fuel. Y'all kept giving him the material. And like I said, mm. Like for me, like I heard somebody say, "Oh, he didn't actually hate black women." Yes, the fuck, yes he did. Yes he did. I ain't anytime never heard him used... talk to nobody else calling them bitches. Yeah, it's and like stuff. Any, anytime, <laughs> just because he his content used to be something else, he used us as a scapegoat to become successful. That was his viral he, moment. He got his bread bag. and butter right. His bread and butter yeah. was talking shit about black women. He still did do commentary on black men too. I can't say other races, but the shit that he said about black women to me, you went extra hard because you wasn't talking to them niggas the way that I heard you speak to them women. Like, and it was so mm-hmm. disrespectful. Like, I I seen one video after his death because you know that's when everything comes out, and they was mm-hmm. like, um, I don't know what that girl was saying. He was like. Bitch, you're not gonna get on here and do that. Get the fuck off my thing, my line. And I said, honestly, if Kevin Samuels Whoa. ever would have talked to me like that, I would have been in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been in Atlanta. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you because that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that whole thing for attention, like, oh, I don't care. I can take a joke. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't find it. Can't funny. talk to Nicki Minaj you're not about like to that. play with me like that. I don't do the disrespect. He didn't talk to and her I, like, like that. Like I said, I mind my black business. I don't think it was foul play. It's unfortunate what happened. But, you know, life life is written before, you know, we even, before our lives are written, before we even come into this world. So so how I'm many new ones do you it's, think it's is going to, to, uh, to grow after, now that he's dead? How many other seeds are going to be planted trying to fill that need? A is T.I. going to do it? A bunch. Since he wants to a practice bunch. and play around? Fresh and Fit about to shit. get a bunch more subscribers. Mm. A bunch. Because now all those fatherless men, those um, 
I watched Don't Call Me White Girl podcast earlier today. Her mom was on the show. And we said this before in our personal conversations. She was saying, you know, being a mom is so hard. Because no matter what you do, a dad can do the most mundane thing and he'll be praised for it. You try your best, you fail. You try your best, you fail. And it's held against you. And I feel like a lot of his supporters are a lot of broken men that blame their mothers for their brokenness. Oh, yeah. And therefore then blame the women in their lives and make them pay for things that they experience as children. By holding no accountability. I have met so many guys that can't stand, like have crazy weird relationships with their moms, right? But the dad that left came back and they're the best of friends. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like nothing. that's so wild. So wild, right? It's and nothing. I feel like a lot of those type of guys really listen to what Kevin Samuels had to say because they felt heard. Right. And I just pray that a lot of these people find their own healing because for somebody to do Viagra and Coke that need both at the right. same time, that's some scary shit. Excuse me. But you know what, though, like you said, I do agree about women. But do you think it's because it's like, oh, (laughs) it's this um, weird expectation that like, oh, as a mom, it's just what you're supposed to do. Like, and if you fuck up, then it's a problem. (laughs) Right. And it's just like, well, as a mom, like as a mother, though, like. Oh, well, Mm -hmm. if you do whatever, everything right, that's what you were supposed to do. If you fuck up, then I hold you accountable. It's just like with student loans. That shit don't fucking help your credit score until you fuck up. Then it's like, oh, shit, now I'm really fucked because it's only going to bring that shit down. It's like you Mm -hmm. get that type of incentive. But men, it's like, well, thank God he's still here. Oh, you're one of the good Mm -hmm. ones. Oh, oh, he's such a good father. Oh, thank God he's a part of his kid's life. And it's like, bitch, that's what the fuck he's supposed to do. He the one that came in me. I didn't come in myself. (laughs) Her mom was like, the dad could take the kids to the store one day and buy a loaf of bread. He just, he the best daddy. (laughs) No, that's real shit, though. It's real shit. It's like, honestly, and I know that me and you have had these conversations personally, but I don't know if we talked about it on the show. But it's just like, these are the type of guys that listen to men like Kevin Samuels. And that's Mm -hmm. why I'm like, look at the, like, you talking about somebody low value, like, you're doing coke. You're meeting women in a bar. (laughs) But is that a a You're doing Viagra too. Like, you are a drug addict, and you can say all these mean things about how women are fat and unhealthy when you're indulging in unhealthy, risky-ass behaviors. You're just doing it in a different way. But didn't they say the woman he was with wasn't skinny? She might have been a little plus size. I mean, not to body shame. She was definitely a thick girl. No, it's just ironic because he talked about plus-size women all the time. Oh, you got a stomach, da, 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 da. and I don't think it was How anything tall are you? wrong with how the lady What size did. dress you are? Oh no, you a size what dress? Like, he, uh, girl, he was a he was a trip. He was. And may that man rest in peace. I do feel bad that his mom found out on social media. That wasn't right. Yeah, and I it, don't like you know that goes into the journalism that. and and ethics, and it's just like, come on, where's y'all morals at? Like y'all just don't give a fuck. Like just you just want to be first. We, we talked about that before. Like. Yeah, I don't don't like it. I don't like it at all. And I can imagine as a parent. 
It's the same blogger. <laughs> and I really feel like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes yeah. when y'all doing stuff like that, for you to put it out before people, like, in real time, before even, like, people who work, like, in these buildings that work in um, police and for you know, enforcement that works at the hospital, the morgues, and y'all sell it to bloggers. Don't even sell it. Y'all just get the information for free. It's, it's sad. I'm sorry. It's sad. Because yeah. I would never do nothing like that. I don't care. And we had a conversation before. I don't care if Beyonce called me. <laughs> I'm not telling you. I don't know. What you about just... to say right now? <laughs> you don't care no, if Beyonce like, I don't did care what? if it was like Beyonce walked into the hospital with some crazy shit happening. I'm not selling it. Because I'm not, I just can't, my morals is set up. Like, I can't reveal anything about somebody like that. Like that. that That's not like the whole thing. Like, (laughs) even when you announce people's pregnancies and they don't even like know what they're going to do yet, like, it's crazy. Like, you're giving personal information like that. Like, but people want the juice. They they want it. I agree. And and the thing is, y'all don't be getting no money from this either. Y'all don't get any money from this. <laughs> the, I, but they the gotta people, get paid in some way, right? How do they get I paid? I don't. I don't think they get. When I say they don't get money, I don't think a lot to for you to slip that to a block. I feel like that's too risky and that's too morally corrupt for you to. You're not making no real money off of that. Yeah. Well, you're not making no real money. That's a real difference. That if your job found out, you wouldn't need the job anymore. And you wouldn't need a job going forward. And I, I think know. some things people just have to like morally. Maybe photographs yeah. is overrides that. Because I feel like people, t- TMZ and shit like that, they used to like, you know, I mean, look at yeah, Princess Diana, like God rest her soul. But, you know, people was fighting know. to get pictures. Like they, of, of her, the wreckage, uh-huh. Princess Die. Oh, yeah, even yeah. causing it, you know, but, back in yeah, the day, how said. aggressive well, they used they to be. They were on the scene because they're the damn reason she's not here. <laughs> it's just, it's like crazy. It's crazy. Like, I mean, rest in peace to that, man. Some, yeah. I, I don't feel like nothing like that is a cause of celebration. Um, I don't have a dog in this fight, but I do feel like sometimes we have to stop doing stuff for social media. Yeah. And really, like, think about, like, morally, like, what's right. Because celebrating him is messed up. But that just, to me, it just further reiterates to me humanity and why I don't Mm -hmm. like being around people like that because I've heard people say really grimy shit about people when they're at their lowest. And it's like, well, damn, like, you couldn't wait to, like, you know, it's like, oh, well, I know this is going on, but, you know, fuck her. And I'm like, well, damn, like, you know, wow, did y'all, did she um, try to kill you? Or like, oh no, we just had words and fuck her and I don't care. Her mom can burn in hell. And I'm like, oh, I don't like talk like that. But I I know people that are like that. I be like, I know. And I don't like people like that. I do not (laughs) like people. Mind you, when I be saying stuff like, I don't like to argue because I hit below the belt. I don't be saying no crazy shit like that. <laughs> That's below the belt. Like, I don't know what I don't like. How low you like go? You just like going the semi below? You're not going when low I say low. below the belt. I usually just say like waistline. It's gloves off. Like if you're trying to hurt me, it's gloves off. But I don't say anything like that. Like, like 
Uh-uh. I would never say any. I can't say stuff because I feel like that has no merit. Like yeah. that has no merit. That's that's just a nasty thing to say for no reason. Yeah, just like drill rap. Like, and I had put that post on social media a while ago. Like you know, I feel like people. It, it, you're still giving somebody energy if they're no longer here and you're going out your way to disrespect somebody that's not here they're winning because they're not even their energy is not even here anymore and mm-hmm. you still feed in whatever that is even that hate is still transference of some type of energy like it's people don't weird. realize that it's like well you know a lot of people are hateful people yeah, yeah. That's, that's the that's the that's the part where it makes me so careful of being. I, that's why I'm not mixy, right? Because I know the intentions of the people I hang with. I have been friends with all my friends for a very long time. My family, you know, I know who to be around. I don't like being around a bunch of different people, new people, mm-hmm. because I really don't know what type of devilish games y'all play when y'all not around me. Keep that's real shit. It's real but, shit. But um, let's move on to our glow up topic really quickly. So we often speak about things we want to pr- improve about ourselves. We're always on a constant, you know, glow up, trying to evolve. But I thought like this week would be nice to talk about some, and we want you guys to participate as well. Not you don't have to comment if you don't want to, but maybe like just reflect as you listen to this. Um, if y'all want to share with us, please do. But what is something about you that you absolutely admire? Like, like without a doubt, whether it's physical, whether or not, you know, like something about you without a doubt that you admire in yourself. And when did you realize that? Well, I'll let you go first. Okay. Um, one thing I realized with me... Um, I have really great integrity. You know, okay. I'm a very good person, like genuinely. I don't really have to try hard to be a good person. I don't have to try hard to be a good daughter, good friend, good sister, good to myself. I stand and I stand firm in me. Like one of I think part of my integrity is I know me thoroughly. Like, I know what's for me. Like, I know when things don't feel right for me. I know when I don't want to do something, I can't be persuaded. Um, I'm just very aware of what's good for me. I can support other people in whatever decisions they want to make, and I can still be myself. I never have to be like, I'm... I'm not somebody that purposely like goes against the grain because I like things. A lot of things that are popular It's not about that, but I know like if a bunch of people are doing something I don't want to do and I'm just like, Oh no, it's cool. I'm going to sit that out. I never feel like the odd one out. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like I always feel like I'm always consistent in who I am. Like I'm okay with being me. Like I know what's for me and what's not. Um, like I said, like, I'm just like, I don't have to try super hard to be me. Like, I don't have to like being a good, like a lot of people always say, Oh, like you're such a good friend or you're, you're really good at, you know, listening and it's nothing. And I realize when people say that I'm not, I can't explain how to do it because I don't do it purposely. It's just in me. It's just who you are. Yeah. And I, and I came to that realization 
Um, the fact about like the part, it's like two sides. The part about me just knowing who I am and standing firm in it, I realized that when I was like about 23, like 23, 24, like when I graduated college and stuff, and I just was reflecting on different things and I was just saying, you know, in college I had fun, but I always was me. You know, I never did anything. I didn't. One thing my mom always used to say when I was younger, like, can't nobody make DeAndre do nothing. (laughs) So if she ever do something, I know it's because she wanted to do it. Like, I'll never think it's because she was persuaded. Like, you want to do it. You know what I mean? And I always take accountability of anything. You know, I never, ever could say out my mouth that, oh, somebody made me do this. Or I was persuaded to do this or that and a third like, I've always been very aware of who I am, what I stand for, what I'm not going to do. And I'm cool with it. Whether you like it or not, I'm going to be DeAndre. And right. I'm not ever going to adjust it for anybody. Now, I might evolve as a person because I want to evolve as a person. But who I am essentially will always remain the same. And the part about, like, being like a like a good listener, good friend, and all of that part... I realized that recently, like when people just say like, oh, you know, like you're good at that. Like you're, how do you do, like handle it? It's really nothing I do purposely. Right. It's just who I am as a person. Like it's not intentional. I can't really explain why I'm the way I am. I just am. And I accept it. And I used to, you know, try to downplay certain things to make people comfortable and that made me uncomfortable. So now I'm kind of in a space where I'm not uncomfortable with being who I am no more. Like, what you wait? I'm what cool. you mean? It, what downplay what about you being like, a good friend? Just be like, oh no, I'm I'm regular. Like I I don't do nothing out the way. Like I'm I'm just you know like I'm not you know right. like you know like when people give me compliments, I'm like oh no you know right I'm not. No, I'm, you're like, I'm not that great of a friend. And it's like, no, it's okay. It's just that I don't want people, I, I always do a downplay because I know that I'm not actively doing anything. Like, to me, it's just second nature. I'm not thinking about it as a way of like, oh, well, let me go ahead and do this because, you know, whatever, whatever. Some stuff is just like naturally like, okay, this is what my friend had going on. All right, I'm going to go do this. Oh, this is what my sister need. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and do that. You know, my mama need this, my cousin, whatever. You know, somebody's going through a rough pitch. I'm going to check on them. It's not like I'm I'm, I'm cognitive, like, oh, I have to do anything. It's just who I am. It's just what I know to do. Right. Those are all good traits to have and and to embrace, especially if it's who you are at the core, um, at the core, because a lot, of people struggle with, um, you know, being able to navigate their personal lives and then still check up on other people, like, and mm-hmm. still be present for other people and still, you know, and some people just don't care to be totally yeah, I mean, honest. I'm not going to say it's not a struggle sometimes because, like, in therapy, I definitely, over the last year, have worked with following a balance of more so being there for myself more. I never had issues with being there for other people, but I struggled with putting that same energy in me. So right. like over the last year, I definitely like created boundaries, but I don't feel like I slipped as a friend either. 
I became a better friend to me, but I don't feel like I slipped as a person. Like I, I, I didn't stop being me. Like right. I just found like a perfect balance between the two. Like I created better boundaries, but I mean, at the core, I'm still who I am. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I hear you. I definitely hear you. All right, your turn. Enough about me. Um. Well, mine's just is kind of like yours, um, but just maybe a little bit more specific. Um, I it, I love the fact that I am not a judgmental person, um, and that I am extremely open minded to different ways of thinking. Like I, you know. I feel like a lot of people, you know, when you talked about like following and stuff, I don't, I'll read stuff on social media. It's so many, I have so many opinions about so many things that I keep to myself because I feel like most people, when you say things, it's like everybody's so used to just like, no, this is right and this is wrong. Or this is, it's, it's either black or white. There is no gray. I see gray all the time. Like, I don't believe just because, you know, you feel this way and this person feels that way that they're wrong or, you know, I'm not going to belittle their intellect or, you know, people go below the belt and say things because just to be dismissive because it's something that their brain can't comprehend. I don't think like that. I feel like people can be open with me. I don't care if you say, you know, oh, well, I don't know. Whatever you feel like is egregious. Like, I literally went to school for criminal justice for a reason. Like, I wanted to hear those people's stories because, yeah, I mean, we all as a society can judge certain behaviors because that's how we were taught. But my curiosity is more in tune to say, well, why? Well, why is this? Um, I don't like to just write people off and say, well, you know, even with the Kevin Samuels thing like we talked about earlier, like I, even regardless if he did, if he blatantly said anything about rape, I'm still not going to say, well, eye for an eye, like, oh, well, fuck him then. Like, that's just, that's just not my personality. It's just not. Like, I'm not saying that there aren't things that can make me go there, but overall, I try to look at the bigger picture. I try to look at both sides. I don't, I try to be fair, like when with people's opinions, I don't like um, to close nobody out because I don't like people, especially like the underdog too. Like whoever, whatever that counter argument is that's not a good one or not strong enough or popular, that's the one I like because I like to hear other people's opinions. I don't like group think theory. I feel like things can change in a couple of years and then everybody rides with that wave and I just, I stand on my own way of thought. I, I like to process things. Um, I feel like, unfortunately, it can come across as being um, looking to always have an opposing opinion. It's just not that. I just, I can't just close shut stuff down. I just, I don't know how to do that. And I pride myself on it because people can tell me shit and I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to sit here and you say, well, girl these niggas ran a train on me yesterday. I'm going to listen and be like, child, did you go get yourself checked out? But I'm not going to be like, mm, mm, girl, yeah, oh, she is just a big old fucking hoe. Like, oh, no. Mm-mm. See, I knew I didn't, I knew I didn't like her. Like, people go other places. I just, <laughs> yeah, I went, we ain't gonna do but no bitches do that. They be like, yeah, see, I knew I didn't like that bitch for a reason. I was trying to actively listen <laughs> you old school love. Because I feel like, because I knew you I know didn't what? like her. 
because way. people will say, because then it becomes a she was promiscuous, and I knew I couldn't trust her because if she let all these random niggas fuck her, she damn sure would fuck my man. That's how. That's normally how people's brains that's grow. That's how delusion works sometimes. <laughs> but I. But a lot of people are that way because they put two and two together that way. Whereas I can separate. You know, people make mistakes all the time. Like I always tell people that you know, it's a lot of things I I believe in. I can never talk about openly because people would be looking at me like, oh well. Oh, you believe that person deserves forgiveness? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not Mother Teresa, but I'm not God either. And neither are you. You get what I'm saying? So that's um, one of the main things that I love about myself. I feel like I try to make it where people feel like they can say stuff to me and they're not going to be hammered to the cross about it. It's not going to be brought up later to be used against you. Now, what I will say, though, is please just don't come for me <laughs> because then, you know, I just don't come for me. Like, that that's just, like, the main thing. And I'm not saying it'll be used against you in that way. What I'm saying is don't come for me because now we have a, a connection. I tell you stuff and you tell me stuff. And just because you know my character is not to judge you or I don't throw things up in your face that you may have confided in me, don't ever think I forgot. You get what I'm saying? Like, because I know So, people- like, the person that you were taking up for and they're... The underdog, you're saying not to. Yeah, because I noticed people will do that. Like, it'll, I'll be like thinking, well, damn, you know, you told me all this stuff and then you turn around and try to judge me. You mad at me because I ain't want to take you to get cheese steak. And now (laughs) you're telling everybody my little business. And I'm thinking, bitch, you know, but that's what you, when you said about having integrity. Three sandwiches yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) While I was laying in the fucking bed. Watching Maury. Like, no, right. that's not fucking cool. Now, now I'm just fake. <laughs> like, it's not fucking cool. You know what I'm saying? And when now, you said about integrity and it's like, okay, I'm trying to, now you testing it. Because I'm like, bitch, I got the fucking wild card right here. I got a few mm-hmm. of them. And I'm now, trying not to do to say, that. Now, with that, I, I feel like with integrity has a lot of different things. That's why I brought up two different things. But right. I feel like everything can be tested. Even yeah, being, that's true. you know, integrity is always tested. You know, um, being understanding is always tested. Because some shit in yeah. life you're just not going to understand. Yeah, that's but true. But having the understanding, like, like, I was like, I mean, I don't get it, but it's not my business either. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't stress myself about understanding everything if I just don't understand. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like certain things in life can be explained to me 20 times, but if I just don't care to understand, you explaining it for the 21st time is not going to change that for me. Right. And I, well, can, I was going to say, because saying it's not my business can kind of seem dismissive. Like, well, you know what? I don't even fucking care because it ain't my shit. It's like, well, we're talking about it. Time. Let's talk about it. Like, you yeah. know, if you don't but get I feel it, like then I'll. Forcing I, the conversation sometimes, like, you can, like, like some things, like, you can, I can hear you out and I can be like, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't really understand. That's but a I'm difference. not going to stress out because honestly, it's not something that actually like is affecting me at the moment. Right. So I don't want to keep debating it or keep being explained because I some things you know and like people just have to learn on their own or like 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 you said like things 
things can be like an opinion now and it can be a totally a different opinion in four years from now, you know? Like you just evolve over time and like even with integrity, I gave all the integrity in the world and I could take the high road 99% of the time, but that 1% of the time where you got me messed up, you're going to encounter a part of me that you never see before. Like I can be now. Is that integrity or is that just anger? Because that would mean no. It so can be anything. I, can, that I don't have to necessarily be or... anger, angry, but it could be like okay. Well, since we want to play this game, like you said, like don't take it for granted. So that could be me being showing up and being a great person to you and nice to you and sweet and understanding and all of that other stuff. But once I feel like it's taken for granted. That 1% can be just me not caring anymore. Me not showing up. Me not being the person. I've done this in the past, you know, especially through dating. Being present with somebody and their issues. Listening to them and, you know, being a crutch or showing up for them and all of that other stuff. And, you know, not taking anything to heart. But it could also be that 1% could be just me not doing it. Just me not like, okay, well, you know. Let's see now. You, I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't only because um only because I feel like, you know, you started it off with integrity saying that you were proud that that's something that's in you that can't be taken away. So it doesn't matter what another person does, it doesn't like like I said about me and being judge non-judgmental. Even though I had these aces in my pocket, I'm still not going to judge the person because that's just not in my it's not in my buildup. So it don't matter if you do it to me. I'm gonna be pissed, and I'm I want you to remember that like, don't forget that I got this shit in my back pocket. Like I, I'm not going to say it. I still might not judge you, but if you put my shit out there, your shit might come out there. But I won't judge it. Oh well, you know, fuck it. The bitch said right. shit about me, but, but it still doesn't take away from that part. I feel like if you saying that you have. Um, a certain level of integrity, it, 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 the way that it sounds now is that it can be kind of conditional if it's not reciprocated. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, and I, when I say like about therapy and things like that, for so long, I can be, this is just who I am naturally. I don't try to do it. So when I have to become unnatural is when I have to say, okay, while I can do this, this is just who I am. I don't have to be this for this person every single time because it's not doing myself always a good this a good service to you. You don't always have to get this. I can still be an amazing person to this person, amazing. If, and even if I don't give you my 100%, I'm still showing up way more than you probably deserve. Mm-hmm. So for me, it doesn't mean like I'm not who's not, that's not who I am. I'm saying I have to do what's best for me sometimes. Like everything is conditional. Like no, nothing is unconditional. Even being understanding and non-judgmental, because until something, you know, you can be understanding. I feel like I'm a very understanding, non-judgmental person. Until I haven't been put in a position yet where it's something where I just have no understanding, like where I have to judge. Like I haven't been faced with that. 
like you said, there's just some stuff that you just probably, that we have discussions about. Like for now, it's a distant thing because it's not something that's directly affecting you. You know what I mean? Like, well, I always try to understand. That's why I said, like, it's a lot of things that I agree with. No, you might not be able to. I don't agree with that. I don't think that Mm -hmm. I, you know, I try to, I try to, I'm not saying, you know, it's a difference. Like people that don't believe in the death penalty until a relative of theirs gets killed in a malicious way. Like I understand the flip flop. I get that. I'm not saying I would do it. If I say I don't believe in, I don't believe in if I do, I do. Cause I, I always try to put myself in other people's shoes i know it's the difference between thinking it and being in it but i feel like that's what most people do so that's what most people assume other people would do like i'm i try to understand and it still wouldn't it still wouldn't make me judge a person though i just really i don't know i look at the psychology of people i feel like people contradict themselves all the time people are hypocrites because we're human beings and you know i'm not I still would try to understand. I wouldn't dismiss it. I wouldn't minimize it because it's not something I've been through before. It's just, okay, well, let me, you know, try to focus on it. But see, my thing is, like, this is a great conversation, by the way, right? And I'm not going to, you know, harp on it too long because I know you don't like to go back and forth. Um, But I'll say I can have this conversation with anybody, and anything that happens to me, if I show just an, one little inkling of questioning it, not being judgmental, but questioning it, it would get reversed to me not, me being judgmental or me not understanding. And that's why I can't talk about stuff. And I feel like I I try not to do that to people. That's a part of what I'm saying about the non-judgment. I don't look to be right just, you know, people find something else that has nothing to do with anything and try to say, see, well, look at this and see, and you put this two together and it's like, bitch, two and two is equal in five. It's still, I still feel how I feel. You get what I'm saying? But a lot of people yeah, are like I'm that. saying the and same thing. Okay. Like, I'm still a person that does all of those things, but it could be a 1% where I just don't. And that 1% could be, you know, I don't feel like that's contradicting. If you, I can't be a hundred percent everything all the time. So it might be that one percent where I have had things where I naturally do for people. I'm naturally there. I'm naturally present. But shit happens. Like I said earlier in the show, like I've been to myself a lot lately. I've been doing things for me. I'm not. A, I didn't slip up as a friend, but I could miss something in somebody. You know what I mean? I could miss an event and not even realizing it. I can do, you know, I can realize that somebody is taking who I am as a person naturally, taking advantage of that and say, you know what, as much as I want to be my natural self and show up as my natural, you know, I'm there for you, I probably can't because it's just not, it doesn't work for me anymore. That's not me contradicting who I am. That's me having boundaries. That's me being content of, this is not who I am, but I have to do this for myself. No, that and makes I'm sense. Okay with Move it. It, I'm having still a boundary okay makes with being sense. the friend or being the person in somebody's life that is consistently, you know, who I am. Like, I am who I am. I don't make a whole... I don't say, oh, let's call, you know, make sure you call Tasha today. Don't Make sure you do that. I just say, oh, hey, I'm thinking about you. You all right? Hey. 
hope you feel better. Good morning. You know, it's just who I am naturally. I'm not actively going out my way to say, oh, well, you know, make sure you do this. A lot of people do that. I, it's just some things that I show up for is done naturally. That's all I'm mm-hmm. saying. And that I take pride in who I am. I used to just downplay a lot of that stuff, but it's actually, I realize it's a great character, you know, quality. And that's something that I have, I didn't always like about myself. And through working it out and acknowledging, like, especially through therapy and realizing it's a good thing. And there's nothing that I should take for granted, but I shouldn't allow anybody else to take that for granted either. No, so I totally get it I'm about the, the boundaries. I just well, feel like it's boundaries. What I'm saying is when you um, originally said it, it was like, oh, well, uh, well, because they are taking advantage of this way, now I got to be... Now I got to show this way. I totally understand because I was going to reword it originally and ask you is that what you meant as far as boundaries. Everybody should have boundaries. If you feel like you're being taken advantage of, then yes, you should put down a boundary and and protect that. It has nothing to do with um, sacrificing your integrity because you're still, you're just protecting your energy. It has nothing to do with the 1% of your integrity. That's, you're still, that's still intact. It's just saying, okay, like you said, I don't want to, um, I don't want to put this much of myself out for this person or these people because it's not, I don't benefit from it. So that makes perfect sense. Everybody should have boundaries. I'm still working on mine and it, it's, I'm not winning. Yeah, I, would, I think the way <laughs> I just explained it is what I meant. But yeah, I don't think it was saying like, oh, 99% of the time I'm going to be like this. And then that 1%, I'm just show up and just totally flip or that I don't need anything beneficial. It's just you can give a lot to people and give a lot to things. And once you kind of realize like, OK, I think I'm kind of being taken for granted. I probably should just fall back a little bit That. To me, that might be the 1%. That's not saying I'm going to actively be nasty or actively not to do anything. I'm just being cognizant of what's happening and how I move forward is what I meant. Like, I just was saying, like, everything has, like, a little bit of, like, a window to me. But... I hear you, girl. These are great (laughs) things. You never said, when did you realize that you had these qualities? Um, like your non-judgmental, like when did you really realize College, it It was college. Because it was a lot of stuff I was exposed to um, that other people, like, I don't know, they would be like, they would kind of make me aware that it wasn't normal dynamics that I had with other people or stories that I had. Like, I just thought it was just normal. Like, oh, you know, and they would be like, oh, well, how do you, like, well, why do you interact with this person or how do you deal with that? Or, and I'd just be like, I don't know. I just, like, I don't, I don't think about that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's good. I, you know, it's just, it's just what it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, if you want to share and let us know some of the qualities that you realize that you really love about yourself, make sure that you connect with us 
on yes. Twitter or on Instagram. We're on Twitter at Just Let It Glow, and we are on Instagram at JST Let It Glow. As always, thank you for listening to us and chatting with us and blowing up with us as usual. Um, I think this is a good conversation, a good episode. So let us know what you think in the comments. Share right. with a friend. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And we appreciate you. Definitely. And I guess until next.